deal is a game that requires three important elements. This is a game of timing. Do you get out of the game or do you push for more money? No deal! This is a game of risk. If the odds are against you, do you open up one more case? This is a game of luck. If you're feeling lucky, do you go for it? I'm feeling lucky, man. I'm feeling lucky. If these three things work in your favor, you can go home with WWE Championship. And welcome to Deal or No Deal. Welcome to the Full Nelson Press Podcast, episode 39, WWE Money in the Bank 2016 edition. I am the creator of the thefullnelsonpress.com. My name is Brandon Kirkpatrick. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny, J-O-N-N-Y underscore Tango. I'm here with the 2016 Heel of the Year, Peter O'Brien. You can also find him on Twitter at MVP360. And of course, you can follow the Full Nelson Press on Twitter at TFNP. Pete, are you ready for Money in the Bank? Dude, I was ready. Like when Money in Bank. I love Money in Bank. I feel like it's one of the best pay-per-views they got. Easily. I think it's better than a lot of the pay-per-views. If not, uh, some years it's even better than uh, WrestleMania. We get good matches like John Cena versus CM Punk, or we'll get two ladder matches every year is what they used to do. Like every time we have Money in the Bank, it's fun. It was so hard, though, because... You had Game 7 of the NBA Finals. Who cares? You had Money in the Bank. All right. You had Game of Thrones. You yeah. had so many things happening in that short span. It's like, oh, I know. Come on. And don't even say who cares. It was like one of the best NBA games like ever. So WWE had to pull out the stops and actually put on a good match. And they, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we showed up. Uh they did it in Vegas. Guess yeah. who stopped Vegas after the championship? The Cavs. So they won the title. So you have all the wrestlers out partying. Like, you know, I'm sure they're out at the bars and stuff. Like, yeah, you know, hey, I'm Seth Rollins. Like, I'm really cool. And everyone's like, oh, my God, Seth Rollins, you're great. Oh, my God, it's the Cleveland Cavaliers. And they probably all flock to them. And all the wrestlers are probably sitting there going, you know, that. Where are Tootie Pops? <laughs> I guarantee you that's what happened. I'm sure Enzo had a great time. Oh, yeah. Well, Enzo, he doesn't care. Let's talk about somebody who didn't have a great time. We'll start off with the kickoff show. The first match of the night is the Golden Truth versus Breezango. Tyler Breeze and Fandango, they come out all sunburnt because apparently the Golden Truth locked them in a, in a tanning booth. Which you could die. Yeah, that is attempted murder, I guess. You can get cancer. So it's like, that was such a bad angle. Tyler Breeze and Fandango did play it pretty well. The match was at least comical from their point. But Goldust and R-Truth, there's nothing with this. I'm more excited about Breeze and Fandango than I am these two. Yeah, no one cares about these senior citizens anymore. Sorry, we don't. It's over. It was over. And when I saw the burns and stuff, I was like, this is just the dumbest angle I've ever seen. I don't even want to watch this. So I didn't. Do you know who won? Yeah, I know the Golden Truth won. But I'm just saying, like, and that was so bad. That was just beyond bad. Like, just let them wrestle. 
God, why does everything have to be funny with all these old dudes? Because uh, it's the kickoff show, man. You got to get some laughs in there. Yeah, we'll do something worth laughing about, like the Wii LC match. Next match, though, the Lucha Dragons versus the Dudley Boys. You know what? This wasn't actually a bad match. I did enjoy this match, mostly because of Kalisto. I think he put on a great match. One thing, though, the Lucha Dragons dive out of the ring to attack the Dudley Boys and Moraro. Is that his name? Something like that. I love this guy so much, but I can never pronounce his name. Right. I know. Me neither. So I just say Smackdown guy. <laughs> Smackdown guy. He says uh, Game of Thrones isn't the only show with flying dragons. I know. This is why this guy should be on the main event. Like the way he's just like, I am the Lucha Dragons. Jump over the top rope. <laughs> I'll tell you what, folks. Game of Thrones are not the only show with flying dragons. That's exactly it. And I'm like, wow, you made that move so much cooler yeah. than what we actually watched on tv like he makes it worth watching michael cole makes me worth like muting it uh one thing though from the following night's raw dean ambrose does a dirty deeds to seth rollins but cole calls it the pedigree i saw that botchamania posted it come on cole uh the lucha dragons won so good for them okay what what does that do they beat the most uh prestigious tag team in wwe history only because SmackDown guy made them that prestigious. They have the most titles ever. They have to build an extra wing on their house to hold all their belts. It's like, dude, come narrate my life. Yeah, he should start doing audiobooks. Yeah, I, oh my God, I, I listen to a lot of books. I've only <laughs> read one book of my life. He might actually build my collection of reading books. So then we're going to start off the actual pay-per-view, the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. First match of the night, the tag team titles. Uh, this is the champions, the New Day, take on Enzo and Cass and the Vaude Villains and the club in a fatal four-way tag team match. Uh, Enzo and Cass come out and they run an awesome promo about Lady Luck. Yep, it was great. Yeah, and then the New Day came out, but I already forgot their promo. But it was good. I know it was. It was all right. It, it happened. This match had a lot of ups and downs to it with a really, really messed up ending. The one highlight I liked about this was first we got a really cool spot for Enzo and Kofi. Uh, we're in the ring at the same time. They kind of cleared out the ring a little bit and then finally had a little bit of, of a match between each other, which was super cool. Then they teased Big E versus Big Cass. I was super excited to see that. Uh, but then Adrian Neville got tagged in. They then go into this big brawl. All eight men get into the ring and start battling out and big Cass, who was on fire just knocks out everybody out of the ring i i have just been a huge fan of big Cass lately this was awesome speaking of botches neville was not in it brandon who did i say that you said neville i've been missing this up in english simon Gutch. i know the broad villains they're so good all right here's my problem with Cass. His promos suck, all right? Yeah. He's okay. He's good in the ring, but the dude never sells. He has yet to be beaten down because he's that unstoppable. So you're billing him like basically Brock Lesnar because he is literally tearing everyone apart. That's my big problem with him. Down in NXT, he did the same thing. So I'm like, okay, he's got to learn this isn't going to happen all the time. Right. His promos are so stiff. To quote the greatest of all time... Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Zoe, get at these two pansies like a certified G. I think he's too scared. I, I like Zoe's up there and he's doing like. I don't rest in alligators, tussled with whales, handcuffed lightning, thrown thunder in jail, 
Just last week, I slayed a rock, injured a stone, and hospitalized a brick. I'm so mean, I make medicine sick. Like, he's out there having fun. Cass is, like, forcing it. And I think that's the big roadblock with those two. Do you think it's maybe he's just relying on Enzo too much and using him as a crutch? Because, I mean, you watch every match, and you're right, he doesn't sell because Enzo's the one who takes most of the beatings in any tag team match they have, and he also is the one who carries them on the mic. So maybe they need some separation, or maybe it's time to maybe switch some roles. Well, let Enzo wrestle more. He's not bad in the ring. No. Like, he's fun to watch in the ring. Why, why can he not wrestle more? Like, that's all I wonder. But Cass cleans house, though, on every single person. Like, no one can stop him. That's what I don't get. And trust me, Big E versus Cass, Big E would kill him. Because Big E is a monster. Now, I know you're a big fan of NXT, but I've been noticing a trend that we've been kind of doing, and it's kind of worrying me, is this new era. Apollo Crews has kind of been screwing up. Big Cass hasn't been doing so well. Uh, we're going to see it later when we talk about it. Baron Corbin, again, not doing so well. This new era, I don't know, man. I think a lot of people weren't ready to come up to the main event yet. I said Enzo and Cass should. And, and here's the thing. Enzo and Cass are fine. But it's different between wrestling at Full Sail University yeah. and wrestling every night and have two of those be a television program. So give them a little bit. That's what I'm saying. Apollo Crews, I was shocked, was called up because I thought I was on board with him not being called up yet. I didn't think he was ready. I even admitted that on one of our shows. Check episode, like, whatever. But I know on one of them, <laughs> I did say Apollo Crews should not be called up yet. Baron Corbin was teetering because he's put on really good matches and then he's also sort of like flustered. But I, I you know, don't don't let me like say like Enzo and Cass are bad. I'm just saying Cass feels a little stiff because I bet you Vince is putting more pressure on him because of his look than he is Enzo. Here's one thing again with uh, the botches. At one point, Kofi tries to do a Trouble in Paradise and Enzo just falls down and plays dead. He just sold it way too early and Kofi's like, Okay, and then just walks away. It was really weird. Yeah, and Kofi's just like, what the hell? All right, so let's talk about this end. We have Aiden English and Kofi Kingston on the legal men in the ring. Then Kofi tags Big E in. He grabs Aiden English, and at this point, Carl Anderson slaps Aiden English on the butt to get the tag in. So the legal men should be Big E and Carl Anderson. But then Big Cass comes in and clears out the arena. Then Gallows comes in and, and clears out more of the ring. And then it's the club with Aiden English. They do their magic killer finisher to Aiden English, and then they pin him. But it's like, Carl, you're kind of screwing up you're the one who tagged aided english so why are you pinning him Big E's still the legal man Big E then comes back in takes kofi and it now the legal men should be kofi and carl anderson but instead Big E and kofi then do a move to aiden english pin him for the one two three and we get the win poor aiden english isn't even the legal man and i think he receives like two to three finishers after he's been tagged out i knew it yep i remember watching i'm like this doesn't make sense that's not even the right guy i didn't even believe you but then I saw the ending because I went and rewatched the pay-per-view and I'm like, wait a minute, he might be onto something. And I had to go back and watch everything and actually write it all out. You know, there's times where Pete actually makes sense. That was one of them. That was one of them. Episode 39, guys. Mark it. But a couple spots. One, the villains almost winning when they did, did their whirling dervish. And I was like, oh my God, they're going to let them win, which would have been great. I think the villains would have been fine. But you know what the villains need? They need, like, that old-looking gal. What about Becky Lynch? Ooh. 
Because he's got that steampunk look. Exactly. You could change both gimmicks in one. She could be the mouthpiece. Because let's be honest, Becky Lynch is pretty good on the mic. And make her be, like, the fire to their steam. Like what uh, Alexa Bliss did for Blake and Murphy. Exactly. And what would be even better with this is then you can bring up Carmella and you could have a whole six-man rivalry with uh, Enzo and Cass with Carmella taking on the VOD villains with Becky Lynch. Yep. It would be awesome. And that's just that's just two guys in Iowa just thinking up wrestling. Boom, we did it. Yep. Next. Dolph Ziggler versus Baron Corbin. I will say, Baron Corbin has perfected the act of nostril flaring, because that's all his entrance is. Well, the camera is supposed to, like, speed up on him. It used to do, like, this cool little staggering, like, what they do in, like, Mad Max, like, camera work. Like, he would, like, sit there and the lights turn on and it would snap up to him, but all glitchy. Right. It was really cool. Yeah, now it's just like, all right. Whatever. I don't hate Baron Corbin, but this is dumb. No one wants to see this anymore. This match was sloppy. As you can hear Baron Corbin and Dolph Ziggler talking the entire match. At one point, you even hear Baron Corbin say, what was that? And Dolph have to repeat himself to him. Send Baron Corbin back to NXT after this match, because I have no faith in that guy. That's really harsh. I'm sorry. It was that bad of a match for me. I have faith, but I think he's just bored. Wait till the brand split so they can finally figure all this jumbled mess out. I don't know why they're waiting for the brand split. Just do the damn thing. We just had this pay-per-view. Now start over. Right. Battleground would be cool if it was SmackDown versus Raw. I hope they at least start building Battleground as, like, who's going to be on what and what titles are going to be up for grabs. Like, they should start putting that in motion now. The only cool promo I saw was Sasha Banks was in it. That Battleground promo was really cool. The only cool spot I thought in the match was when Ziggler countered his end of days, then he tried to do a super kick, and then he countered it again. There was, like, a bunch of counter spots until finally Corbin hit him with the end of days, which was pretty good. Who would you have next against Baron Corbin? That's a tough one. I think he should be... Where's the Miz? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't he the IC champion right now? This is why the Miz having the title is stupid. Because for some reason, when the Miz gets it, and he gets on this role of like defending it and stuff, then he just goes away holding the belt. And it's so dumb when the Miz has it, because he's never around. There was no IC title match tonight, and even though we did have a tag team match, there was no women's title match tonight either. So, yeah, it was weird. Back to Barry Corbin. Put him with Randy Orton, because I think that would work. That'd be cool. Make up just hate each other in a tag team. That might actually work. That's a good one, Brandon. I think Barry Corbin should come out on a moped. A moped. <laughs> The lone puppy. You know, and if anything, maybe not even Randy Orton. Put him with the Ascension. Well, the Ascension, for some reason, WWE buried. Here's a great time to bring it back. Well, when the brand split happens, yeah. Then they can actually probably make the show. Yeah. Which is why I can't wait, because then people can start to get familiar with each other. I like the idea of factions and tag teams because it's just easier then to make stories. It's easier for the audience to understand who hates and likes each other if you just kind of group people into fun factions. It works. It always works. And then it leads to feuds down the road. Exactly. All right, let's go to this stupid women's match. Charlotte and Dana Brooke versus Natalia and Becky Lynch. This is not for a title. This is just a tag match just to – I don't know. I don't know what this is even trying to solve. This is dumb. 
we've been praising the women's division and since Charlotte has gotten the belt and since she's ended her feud with Becky Lynch, it's just been downhill with this whole Natalia thing. We are right back into Diva Zone. They were in the peak at Mania with that triple threat match. And then they just walked away from it. And then you just sit there and you're like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like, what they're doing. Finally, you get Charlotte away from Ric Flair. I'm stoked. Oh, you're going to pair with Dana Brooke. Why can't Charlotte just be on her own and be that mega heel? Right. Dana Brooke is another one who should not have been called up. I said that too. She's not crowd ready. Like she's just jumping around like an idiot. The only reason it worked out with Emma is because Emma's not like, you know, really talking. She's just like angry. It balanced out. Yeah, it was perfect. These two are just bad together. It's a bad combination. This match sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Charlotte and Dana win after a debacle between Becky and Natalia getting thrown into each other. And then this stupid heel turn where Natty just decides to beat down Becky Lynch. Why? What was the point of this? This does nothing. And then Natalia walks away crying. Is she still face? Is she heel? I don't care. And I want to move on. Yeah, Natalia is useless now. So I have seen some things about maybe um, Natalia's contract is coming up soon and she might be not renewing it, especially with the whole situation with Tyson Kidd. So she might actually be out the door. I also saw reports that said that it was actually supposed to be Becky who was supposed to turn heel tonight, but it didn't happen. Whatever. (laughs) Any news on Natalia now is just like, bye. You've done your time. You've done everything you can do. I'm sorry. There's just like nothing for her to do anymore. Becky is our only face now in the Divas division, or women's division. Put it in the jar. That's in there. Good. Well, Paige's face. Is she? Sasha Banks' face. Yeah, but she's not wrestling. We haven't seen Sasha Banks in a match in over a month. We haven't seen Paige in a match in over a month. Well, she's too busy getting arrested. Yeah, all right. So (laughs) Paige got arrested at Money in the Bank. Maybe she wanted in the Money in the Bank match. I'm not for sure. She started running in the streets, and two police officers saw her and detained her. She wasn't arrested, but she was taken to a health facility that she did wrestle the following night on Monday. So I don't know what this means, and I don't know what it's going to do. Del Rio's just like, you are dumb. You stupid paranoid. That'd be so good. I don't know what's up with Paige. The rise and fall of Paige. I have a feeling there's going to be a DVD soon. It should be. And it's just like Paige just not growing up. She isn't. Like, she can't figure it out. And it's just like, Paige, just put your head on straight. You could be in these matches. You could have a sick feud with her and Sasha Banks. You could have a sick feud with her and Emma. There's so many things you can do. We could have more than one women's match in a pay-per-view, and, and it doesn't have to be for a title. Yeah, and it could be good. Yeah. I still think there should be a women's money in the bank soon. I think it's off the horizon. Oh, that'd be awesome. Speaking of matches that shouldn't have happened, Apollo Crews versus Sheamus. Yeah. Do you think Vince McMahon thinks Apollo Crews and Titus O'Neil are the same person? I think so. You know Vince just sat there and goes like, well, he's he's really ripped. He should be on a main event. We know he's not ready yet. Don't put him in this. I don't know why Apollo Crews keeps getting hand-me-down. You were not ready. You did okay in NXT, but you were not. Like, when I saw him, I didn't go, oh, wow, he needs to be main roster now. Like, no. There was ones like Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Neville. They need to be main roster. Bo Dallas. They just ruined his character. They just wouldn't let the Bo Leave character build. He could have been a top heel. Remember when they gave him his big push when he was still in NXT and he ended up beating Wade Barrett? And then they put him in the Royal Rumble. He ended up eliminating Wade Barrett. And then we didn't see anything else from that again. Man, you could get behind people. It was fun to get behind people like that. Him and Neville had a sweet ladder match in NXT. 
Yeah, that match sucked. Apollo Crews beats Sheamus by not dying from the white noise from the top rope. And then he does yeah. this weird roll-up, and then he wins. This is just going to be Baron Corbin and Dolph Ziggler 2. Like, we're going to see this for the next three months of Sheamus and Apollo Crews getting one-ups on each other. I still think you could put Sheamus and Becky together as a heel group. You know what? Put them with the VOD villains, because Sheamus could totally rock that, too. He could come out in that big old coat and just be like, they're even bigger muscle. Yes, exactly. He could be like the goon of the crew. Suspenders? Yes, suspenders. He's got the hat on. He's got some slacks on. He keeps the hair, but he doesn't do it as the mohawk. He does the comb over like he does when he's, like, out civilian clothes. So suspenders, like, like he's a bootlegger. Yes! Oh, man, Boom. that right there is an awesome faction. Seamus, go tell him! Ten times better than that League of Nations shit he did. And we were so excited for League of Nations. Yeah, I, it would have worked, idiot! I remember talking about League of Nations before it even happened. What we thought of as them coming out in suits and them just looking all regal and everything was awesome. And then they just, they were just a team that didn't have a motive. How could you get behind that? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Let's go to the next match. AJ Styles versus John Cena. The match we thought would never happen happened and it was awesome it was great i really like this match aj styles he has literally proved himself aj styles is a main event talent absolutely he is so good and i remember watching him in tna and i think it was because he was with like austin aries and all those stupid losers he put on good matches but still like come on this is great right i'm running circles around you john awesome seeing the powerhouse brawler john cena versus styles who is just speed and agility seeing john cena throwing fists out and aj styles just dodging them was so cool this match was amazing they worked so well together and i would love to see it again which i think we're gonna see this two more times probably yeah i think so too I don't hate Cena. I knew him and those two would put on a sweet match. Cena always puts on great matches. That's one thing he's reliable for. And the storytelling they do in a match, like, it was awesome. I loved it. It was a good match. I was pumped. And that match was hard to watch. The Cavs were just down eight. Now it's tied again. And damn it, it has to happen during this match. Are you serious? (laughs) So I keep, like, pausing the game. And I'm like, oh, man, that spot was awesome. I had to be in Wisconsin all weekend, so I started watching the pay-per-view uh, that Sunday night, like around Folks, 10 o'clock. Don't listen to him, okay? He's just trying to make me look bad. Then that morning, I get up, I start watching the pay-per-view, I got through Charlotte and Dana Brooke, and then Apollo Crews, and it gets to AJ Styles, and Pete texts me, I can't believe all three members of The Shield were champion last night. And I'm like, not only do you tell me who wins Money in the Bank, then who wins the match, and then who cashes in all within that one text. Well, you know what? Good. I'm glad I ruined it for you. Such a heel. <laughs> I did. I was like, I Kevin Owens you. Whatever. And then I Jericho'd you. I'm like, oh, I know, you stupid idiot. <laughs> oh, I was so mad. So this match it was great. But then after that, I just was just like, I don't even want to watch the rest of this pay-per-view. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got through it. I still enjoyed it. This match ends with the ref who gets knocked out in the corner. And then, of course, the club has to come out and attack Cena. This was just like the first Roman Reigns match. Just the same ending. AJ Styles wins. And we can look forward to Cena and the Usos versus the club at Battleground. I hope. (laughs) I think what we're going to get is probably Cena's going to win at Battleground somehow. And then we're finally going to get AJ Styles versus John Cena at SummerSlam. Because, of course, how WWE builds everything is everything has to either go towards SummerSlam or go towards WrestleMania. There's no other way around it. Nope, not at all. 
So then we get our Money in the Bank match. Dean Ambrose, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, Chris Jericho, Kevin Owens, and Alberto Del Rio all fight for the Money in the Bank briefcase. Woo! Awesome match. I loved it. Yeah. And this should have been the main event. It should have. It can't be the main event. It should be, though. You know what it should have been is it should have been the opening match. The tag match was still pretty good. I think they built everything pretty well. I just think there was a bunch of stupid matches that weren't needed. Apollo Crews and Sheamus, Titus O'Neil and Rusev, which is coming up after this. You could have cut these matches out and gave other matches more time. Yeah, for sure. So many awesome things happened. And first of all, it was just a good match, period. Uh, Alberto Del Rio was like a ladder assassin. He kept hitting everybody with different ladders at all corners of the ring, which was so cool. Uh, and then Cesaro, he starts tangoing with Delberto Del Rio. They get up to the top of the ladder. Del Rio then puts him into an arm bar. And Kevin Owens comes out of nowhere, super kicks Alberto Del Rio right in the head while he's upside down on the other side of the ladder with the arm bar. And then Cesaro jumps off the second ropes from the ladder and then does a spiral uppercut to Kevin Owens. That was the spot, I think, of the night. So awesome. Kevin Owens continuing to prove everyone the dude works with everybody. When he did that suplex on the ladder that was on the side, I'm like, oh my God, like he's done. No, he, he still went, but like the dude keeps going. Like him and Zayn, like know what to do and how to land to like keep themselves safe because Owens has been through some pretty serious matches and he's been on every card of the pay-per-view since he's been called up. That frog splash he had, the air he got off of that was awesome. And onto a ladder. Yes. He's the man. God, Kevin Owens is the man. Zayn and Owens could headline the next pay-per-view. I still think they should. Uh, the end took too long. Yeah, once they put that scaffolding structure that they kind of put up with all three ladders, things just kind of dragged on. Like, people kept falling off. Alberto Del Rio and someone else kept falling off and then kept getting back on, falling off, getting back on. So it was Cesaro. And then they would set up a ladder next to it, and they'd fall off again. And I was just like, come on, what is the end of this? Let's get to it. Finally, then, it's Ambrose and Owens start battling at the top of the ladder. Ambrose then throws Owens through, and he almost, like, smacks right through one of the ladders. And then Ambrose becomes Mr. Money in the Bank. Boom. You weren't happy with this? No. I'm okay with it, but I really wanted Owens to have it. Owens would have been way better with it. And Owens is a bigger heel. Owens is a bigger draw, I think, than Dean Ambrose now. Like, I seriously do. If you listen to the crowd cheer, Owens has a huge following. And right when Dean Ambrose won, I was like, well, I already know how the main event's going to go. Think about it. Brand split. Right. And Ambrose has got it. So let's be real. We know what's happening. Well, good job for Dean Ambrose regardless. A year behind, but no big deal. WWE likes to always be a year behind. Always. Last year would have been huge. Wasn't last year the, just a ladder match between Rollins and Ambrose? Yeah, that was it. But, like, Sheamus won money in the bank. It was like, what? At least it wasn't Sheamus again. Yeah. That was so bad. All right, next match, U.S. Championship, Rusev versus Titus O'Neil. Titus comes out uh, and goes to see his boys, and then he, he kisses him on the lips, which I think is weird. <laughs> I right. mean, to each his own in their household, but that was weird to see. Those kids are going to go to school and, yo, your daddy kiss you on the lips! <laughs> and then he tapped! When they ran into each other outside the ring, though, 
Yeah. That sounded brutal. I was, after that happened, I was like, oh, maybe we'll get a good match at a Titus, but no suplexes, no power bombs, nothing. Titus O'Neil's strategy is just picking the guy up and then just dropping him. He doesn't do anything with him once he picks the guys up. Well, Rusev is pretty big, though. Too. Even so. Like, I don't know why if you're a face, like, you can't have a mean streak. It doesn't matter. You always, like, it's always like you're kind of goofy still. Right. Even if you're a face, you're still a little goofy. It's contradicting because it's like, isn't that the whole point of wrestling is to beat other guys up? You could be good guy or bad guy to do that. Rusev wins this one by doing his submission move to Titus, making him tap out right in front of his kids. Dude! And I called that. As soon as he kissed his kid on the mouth, I was like, then now he's totally going to get tapped out. (laughs) He's like sitting there giving him the the camel clutch. He's like, hey, Titus, what are you going to do? Give your kid the tongue? (laughs) It's like, right when I saw that, I was like, clerks do. Dude, how old are you? I know, I'm 19, Randall. Why the f*** are you still getting rides from your mother? And even worse, what the f*** are you kissing her goodbye for? What is she, your f***ing prom date? You're not gonna bother me today, Randall. I'm in too good a mood. Because your mom slipped you the tongue? No, because I just read online that there's gonna be a live-action Transformers movie. And? I mean, as you know, my online handle is Optimus Prime. I know that. I wish I didn't. So, not only is it awesome that there's going to be a live-action Transformers movie, but I'm, like, positioned or whatever with the best possible net handle and email address for when the movie comes out. Oh, you're going to be rolling in the pussy, man. Don't <laughs> be gross. Says the guy who was just playing tonsil hockey with his mother. Best part, by far, was Rusev going, Hey, your daddy is a loser! <laughs> Happy Father's Day! <laughs> and I'm like, that was great. And then he just kept repeating Rusev over and over again. <laughs> All right, main event of the night, World Heavyweight Championship, the guy, Roman Reigns, versus the man, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is the man. Yeah. About time he's back. This match starts with just a bunch of slaps and headlocks for like the first 10, 20 minutes. It's usually how they all start. What do you expect? These two hated each other. I thought they'd just start they right into a brawl. Other. I know. I was just hoping for a better opening than that. Yeah, it's just dumb. Like, that's why Owens and Zayn, when they run up to each other and just start punching each other nonstop, is like, people love it. It's only $9.99. If it was $11.99, it might have been different. Mm-hmm. I like this match, though. Roman did control a first part of this match, which was cool. He kind of just kept picking up Rollins and just throwing him around. Rollins did do an awesome double suplex from the top rope. He's so good! I know. His first match back, when he did that, I was like, this is great. Like, yeah. that should be his finisher. That should be one of his signature moves, for sure. But, I, I mean, the only thing I really liked about Reigns out of this was he kind of came off heelish. Oh, yeah. He was sort of doing the whole, you think you're better than me? See, that's the Roman Reigns I could follow. Right. And you being that cocky guy, like, come on, man. You know, you aren't better than me. Like, perfect. Another thing was Roman Reigns picked up Seth Rollins and then did a sit-down powerbomb. He's been doing that a lot more. But then the idiot Roman Reigns falls for Rollins' trap and just spears the barricade. Yeah. That was dumb. Sit-down powerbomb, though, is more powerful than a spear. That move looks better for Roman Reigns than his stupid spear. His spear is so bad. After that, we get back into the ring. They rough with referee Mike Chioda. He gets, like, bashed into the corner. Roman then does a spear. He tries to cover on Rollins. But of course, the referee cannot count fast enough and Rollins counts out. Roman goes for another spear, but Rollins counters this into a pedigree, gets only a two count. That should have been the end of the match. But then Rollins.
Rollins has to pick up Roman and do a second pedigree to him and then get the finish. Wins clean. Loved that. I think they should have finished this just on that spear to a pedigree. One, two, three. That would have been an awesome finish. That would have been a way better finish. They drug it out a little bit longer, and that's when it was let down. But it was still awesome that Rollins won clean. Yeah, really liked this match. It was a fun match. It was cool to see Rollins win clean. I guess technically not completely clean with the whole, like, them bumping into the ref. But that wasn't needed. You could have just let Rollins win clean tonight. Yep. Rollins celebrates, and then Dean Ambrose's music hits. get our second World Heavyweight title match of the night. Dean Ambrose, Mr. Money the Bank, cashes in on Seth Rollins. One Dirty Deeds later, winner, winner, chicken dinner, we have a new WWE champion, Dean Ambrose. You know what would have made that so much better? What's that? Is if Rollins countered it. <laughs> and grabbed, like, his shorts or whatever and did something, like, shady, like, wins clean over Reigns and then pulls his jeans or something on Ambrose to steal a win and walk out still the title holder. And Ambrose would just sit there staring at the money in the bank like all crazy. Like, what just happened? And Rollins just be like, ha, 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 ha. I'm back, baby. That would have been epic. But I don't know where they go next with this. Uh, I don't know if this means Dean is heel, if Roman's heel, if Rollins is face. I don't know where they're going with these three characters. Just get rid of heel and faces. Like, I don't really look at that anymore. Like, just let them wrestle. I wish we couldn't look at it that way anymore, but WWE sure likes to write it that way. Yeah, I know. So we were thinking then this would set up... Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and Dean Ambrose for a triple threat at Battlegrounds, but things have changed. Uh oh, spaghettios. WWE has suspended Roman Reigns for 30 days, effectively immediately, his first violation with company wellness policy. Uh, do you think that this was announced now that he got off of doing uh, Money in the Bank and then Raw and then be, they'd be able to write him off? Or what do you think they're going to do with this? That has to be how they did it. They do those tests enough. Right. So obviously, like, they knew. And so they were like, all right, you got to lose. And then, well, we already have him penciled in for Raw, so it's just like, let's just do that. But I'm looking, and it looks like Battlegrounds will be after his 30 days. So oh, really? Still might be in it, yes. He comes back and wins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I cheated with Royds, now give me my belt. Who is your dud of the night? Oof, Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke. She looked so bad and so out of sorts. I'm going to go with Baron Corbin. Come on, Dana Brooke. I completely understand Dana Brooke, but he's just brought me the wrong way tonight. Stud of the night. Uh, Rollins. Rollins? Yeah, me too. Yeah. He's back from his knee being completely destroyed, and he looked good. He beat the Roman Empire clean. So, yes, I go with Rollins. Uh, same here. What do you want to grade, Money in the Bank? Uh, B+. Plus. B+, plus? that's what I put down too, B+. Plus. There were some matches that were dumb, but the tag team match, the Money in the Bank match, the World Heavyweight title match, and then the cash-in really just made up and made a really fun event. It was. Like, you had your real low points. The tag match really didn't make sense. I think they should get rid of Tornado Tags and just let them all just go. Like, I hope they bring back the Elimination Tag Team Chamber. That'd be freaking sweet. That was cool. But yeah, I think I think the Fatal 4-Way or whatever, Tornado Tag 4-Way, needs to be eliminated because the ref can't even keep up. And that was shown. Last thing, Jerry Lawler. What happened, Lawler? Well, you're dating a 24-year-old, so, I mean, what do you expect? (laughs) 
apparently she has a drinking problem. Well, look at that age. I know. Have you ever tried to tell a girl that age, hey, don't drive. I can drive if I want. I'm not staying here. Don't touch me. Like, that's how it goes. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I've had friends. They'll sit there and be like, hey, blank, don't drive. And she'll be like, I'm driving. And then they go, no, you're not. And they'll grab her keys. Then she starts punching them. And I'm like, oh, my God, just let her drive. Whatever. She looks so angry. I think she'd live. <laughs> like wow pete you're heartless i'm like i don't know we'll see what happens and i look at them as they're pulling out and i'm like give them the old fingers crossed like <laughs> good luck <laughs> we hear a loud explosion of like ah she didn't even make it <laughs> someone call the cops right now but that's what happens and lawler's like a thousand years old so he's trying to be the dad like hey sweetie and they're like hey quit beating your daughter no it's my wife oh that's weird how did a gun get involved I, that's the one part I don't get, because she's like, he handed me a gun and said, kill myself. He's like, no, she threw a gun at me. Why are there guns laying around? Well, what are you supposed to do, punch somebody? You always throw guns at people now. I guess so. Lawler's been suspended. I hope Corey Graves is like, it's my time to shine. Get me on SmackDown as soon as possible. Well, we'll see what happens. But hey, man, that's that's the Full Nelson Press episode 39, WWE Book the Bank 2016 edition. Uh, anything else you want to add, Pete? No. All right, suck a butt. <laughs> yeah, I'm back. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. And if you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and like this video. Leave us a comment. We might even read it on our next show. And I'll try not to berate you, but no probably. If you're listening to this on iTunes, please subscribe and leave us a review. You have no idea how much that helps. I guess Stitchers has a thumbs up button now, so that's a thing. You can find us on Facebook, Wrestling Amino Tambler. Or just search for the Full Nelson Press on any social media site. You can also go to thefullnelsonpress.com for all of our past episodes and original WWE art created by yours truly. Go watch some wrestling.